1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm not Andrea Kay. I'm just actually literally right now hitting uh, send on a tweet, a retweet of Andrea Kay, where it says her tweet says playing hooky today. Let's hope no one finds out. Well, I found out I'm Ed Martin, Eagle Ed Martin. I'm usually with you from nine to 10. I'll be on in a few hours. But right now I'm filling in pinch hitting. I've got my dynamite red dress on and I'm ready to rock and roll. We got a couple of guests. And uh, we got a lot to tell you about. I mean, a lot of things to tell you. I mean, I've been looking at my notes for tonight for my show. the had Martin Movement 9 to 10 here on The Answer of San Diego. But I've been thinking, well, what am I going to cherry pick from my show? You know, and what am I going to talk about here? Uh, and we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. I mean, yesterday, yesterday in Orlando, Florida, Donald Trump uh, announced his reelection and then clinched his reelection in the same event I'll tell you about that in one second. By the way, if you want to call in today, tonight, it's 888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. Call in any time during the show. We'll squeeze you in. We got that DJ, DJ Carrot Sticks. What is it they call? She calls you. I I, I got another. That's your stage name. Anyway, we got him ready on the lines, and uh, we'll cover a lot. Well, Later on the hour, we'll have Woody Woodrum. Now, you know, I tell people all the time, you can make a difference And you don't have to right now, you know, you could be 50, 60, 30, 21, whatever age you are. You say, well, I never got into politics. I never cared. I'm not sure what to do. Woody Woodrum was a Navy guy, served admirably for decades. When he got done with his service, he's working. He's got a regular job. But he and his wife, Donna, decided that they're going to organize California for Trump and for conservatism. And they're transforming the state of California. And it's an unbelievable story. CaliforniaScreamingEagles.org is his website. We'll talk with Woody Woodrum in a few minutes. And uh, we also will have unbelievable... I'm so excited. I mean, one of the great things about radio is you get great guests. And so we've got a guest on in a few minutes. And his name is John... You know, And you've had him on before, by the way. Uh, Andrea Kay is the one that said you ought to have this guy on, John Zamerick. And I thought, well, I see his stuff. He's a great writer. Well, I looked into him even more in preparation... And he did his doctoral research, or his, maybe it's his it doctorate. He's either a doctorate or his advanced, uh, maybe he's got a master's. No, he got a Ph.D. in Walker Percy. And if you haven't heard of Walker Percy, you're missing one of the greatest writers of the last hundred years in America. And we'll talk with John America about everything that's going on in politics. He, he's a senior editor at The Stream. The Stream. It's just Stream.org is the website. Stream.org. We'll talk to him in a minute. All right. First off, though. What's the story yesterday in Orlando? Right. So the last time Andrea Kay was on her program, uh, the president was sort of knee deep in his uh, rally, his kickoff. And uh, and here's what I got to tell you, a couple details. And I'll tell you more about this during my program in a couple hours uh, so you can come back and get that. But here's the thing. Donald Trump showed yesterday. Well, let me back up. About three or four years ago, I was working for the late Phyllis Schlafly, and Phyllis at the time was about 92, 91, 92 years old. Um, She had been at the Republican convention in 1952 as a delegate for uh, Senator Taft. Robert Taft, he was the conservative. Eisenhower was the, the, the moderate, and, uh, and Phyllis was at that convention. she was at every, she was about 24, maybe 25 then. She was at every convention, Republican convention after that till 2016, where she was a delegate for Donald Trump. So it was about 2015, early 2016. no, it must have been 2015. And I said, well, I said, Phyllis, it doesn't look like any of these candidates. They don't look like the president yet. Like they don't look like I didn't say yet. I said, and she said, oh, no, hold on. It will happen that they settle into the, 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 the suddenly they'll fill the job. They'll fill the role as a candidate. They'll fill the role as president. And when you saw Donald Trump walk out on that stage in Orlando and there's 21,000 people in the auditorium, there's 25 or 50,000 outside the auditorium. And there's, you know, millions watching on TV. Even for observers of Trump's many rallies, it was striking. I mean, he has totally filled the role of president, of leader. I mean, his confidence level, which has never been low. I mean, the guy's not, <clears throat> excuse me, not lacking without confidence, but it's never been low. Uh, it, even for him, it was way up. He he was in control he was in a great mood. <clears throat> he had the people in his direction. I mean, did you see it? If you didn't see it, you ought to go. Watch. Don't watch the whole thing. If you, you know, people are busy. It was a long speech. He he went for about an hour and fifteen minutes. I was thinking he was going to go for an hour because of TV. He knew TV, but he went longer because he kept he kept kind of uh, ad living. But just watch the first fifteen minutes, and and what you will notice is a man at total ease in his role totally speaking with comfort to the people watching and in the crowd. And you get a sense of joy. And I'll talk about this later tonight on my program in a couple hours, nine o'clock I start. I have like three points I want to bring out about the actual uh, speech, what he did. But for now, just if you look at it, go look at it and watch. You see a guy totally comfortable, totally confident, and a sense of joy about what's happening. You know, even when he's whacking away at the at the Democrats or whacking away at the swamp, he's just got a kind of smile—not not always a smile, but a kind of a sense of him that he's on a happy warrior, happy warrior, and it's contagious. It's contagious. I've been to only I've been to only two Trump rallies, and uh, but I can tell you they're like nothing I've ever been to. They're like a it's a combination of like a rock concert and a and a and a, and a great preacher. You know, one of those one time I was running for attorney general of Missouri in 2012. I was the Republican nominee in 2012 in Missouri. And I went down to Jefferson County, Missouri, down just the county south of Missouri, excuse St. Louis, on the Mississippi River. And I went to be present to a great preacher, famous preacher. I think it was First Baptist Church of, uh, of Jefferson County, maybe uh, First Baptist Church of Arnold might have been that Arnold. Arnold is the town in Jefferson County. And I went, to, I went because they, they told me, you know, politics, you know, these are the roots you make and all. And I was, you know, I was kind of campaigning and working hard. And I, but I was excited. But I sat down and the preacher preached. And, I mean, I remember thinking, that guy has been called to do that. Like, it's, go, it's pouring through him to preach on the Word and what's happened. Just extraordinary preaching. And and not to compare Donald Trump to preachers, because it's a different thing, but there's a sense every preacher knows, everybody who's a preacher, you know, uh, Mike Huckabee was a great preacher before he was a great politician. There's a, there is a common, uh, there's a, you, you, you are actually stepping in to a role as a communicator when you're a preacher or a politician or a lot of things, teacher, radio host, anything. A lot of things that have to do with reaching out. But when Donald Trump stood on that, uh, on that podium And and, and in that in Orlando last night and when he let it rip, you know, he went through his successes. He went through what he wants to do. He went through what's happened. He went, you know, he did the within 20 seconds. He did uh, pointed out like he does at the camera to the fake news, you know, and the crowd goes wild and the fake news in a weird way. The media loves to be noticed. The media is like a like a high school junior. Go, you know, junior in high school, going to the senior prom. Just so excited to be noticed. And, and, you know, there was more press credentials requested for the Trump rally last night in Orlando than ever before. And I love this detail. Trump started, his campaign started denying press credentials to foreign press because they had requests from foreign press from all over the world. And he was denying it to them because he said he's got to give it to the Americans, you know, for all the complaints the Americans have. So He stands up there on the stage, totally at ease, total comfort, goes through what's happened, and then basically says, this is the great pivot, the great pivot that, you know, the left has made Make America Great Again and the hats, the red hats, they have succeeded dastardly, and I'd say it's dastardly and evil, but they've succeeded in making it problematic for some people. You know, if you wear a MAGA hat, I've got one, I've got one that, I've got a MAGA hat, well, this is a great story. At election night in New York City, the, the party for Trump's election night was not at Trump Tower. It was about two blocks away at the Marriott. And at this huge crowd, and I was there. At a certain point, the waiters came out of the back rooms with Make America Great Again hats on plates. And I was discreetly trying to look cool, trying to look as cool as I could because I was like, Wow. And I got one of those Make America Great Again hats for every one of my kids, my wife and me. I got six of them. And I took them, I stuffed them in my bag so I wouldn't look like an idiot, you know, stealing and stealing. And they weren't selling them. They were just bringing them out one after another. But that Make America Great Again hat, it has been sort of damaged by... The Covington High School, how they treated kids, you know, all these kinds of things that they did that that were so terrible, you know, in terms of the media and the culture. And the president knows Make America Great Again was aspirational for 2016. And last night he said, you know what, we've already made America great again. We got to keep what we're doing and go forward. We got to keep America great. And, And he did that intentionally last night. As a pivot, it's not like it's done. We want more border wall. We want the darn border secured. You know, we want this to stop. But he he can't do it by himself. We want the we want the the Chinese to come back to the table. Stop dumping fentanyl into America, China. And we know the president's on the right side. But anybody that has a sense, like if you try to change your life, you can't change overnight. You can start to, and we can tell. And what he set up last night. Was that he had set, he set us on the course and, and, and we're in the right direction and we got to keep going that way. And I'm telling you, I'll tell you later in during the show, I got my notes in front of me for my show in three hours, nine o'clock. I hope you'll come back and then be with me, nine o'clock, the Ed Martin movement. And I got my notes, I'll tell you, walk you through it. But one of the things that's got to be devastating if you're Joe Biden, if you're Kamala Harris, if you're Mayor Pete, and you watch Trump do that, it's like watching Mozart play the piano. And you're like, yeah, I'd really like to get out there and have a dueling piano. No, you wouldn't. This isn't even close. If I'm Mayor Pete, I want to go for about three more months and then I want to quit so I can run again some other time because I don't want to go into that buzzsaw. And that's what happened. And again, the American people are not never going to be polled so that they show how powerful and successful this Trump movement is. Because the media has made it so unpalatable to say who you're for. I, look, when I was I was I was I was I was, I was uh, promoting the president, I was campaigning for the president, 2016. I was in New York City on election day, the day before, and they kept saying to me they had me on a panel. It was always a Clinton person and me, and they were just beating me up. They said, "Yeah, you guy's going to lose in a landslide, worst landslide ever." And then the party will go back to people like Jeb Bush, and what are you going to say then? And I said, "Look, I'm from Missouri. In Missouri." The polls say he's going to win by four. Everything I know about my state, I was chairman of the party. I ran for uh, attorney general as the nominee of the Republican Party. I, I know what's going on. He's not going to win by four. He's going to win by a lot more. And you know what? On election day, 24 hours later, 36 hours later, when they finished counting the votes, they said he'd win. The polls said he'd win Missouri by four. And he won by 19. Not even close. All right, it's Ed Martin. I'm filling in for Andrea K, the great Andrea K. We're on the Andrea K Show. Make sure you go to Twitter, Andrea Kay Show. Check her out. We'll be right back. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk to John Zamarek of the stream. Be right back. It's Ed Martin here on the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Be right back.
2: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
0: San Diego, K241CT, Oceanside, the
5: answer. There may be danger lurking behind your house's electrical panel, and you may not even know it. You need to call Romo with ER Electric. Over the two decades ER Electric has been in business, they've seen far too many homeowners unaware of the potential hazards in their electrical panel. You see, over time, corrosion can wear out your panel's components, causing electricity to arc when the circuit becomes overloaded. That means next time you run the microwave and the toaster at the same time, you won't trip the breaker, potentially starting a fire. For a limited time, E.R. Electric is offering free panel inspection and tune-ups when you mention the word radio. When you call E.R. Electric, you'll talk to Romo directly, and he'll put you and your family's safety ahead of profits. So call today and give your home a clean bill of health. Call 858-877-8229, 858-877-8229, or visit erelectricsd.com. E.R. Electric, 858-877-8229.
3: Hi, this is Andrea Kay for Move America Forward. The members of our military stand ready to answer our nation's call. They serve in foreign lands, in tough conditions, ready, willing, and able to fight back those who wish to harm us. And to honor our brave men and women who are serving overseas in our nation's military, take time to remember their sacrifice and thank them by continuing the time-honored tradition of sending care packages. Care packages are ready to go. Each care package is hand-packed and individually addressed. They feature warm coffee, premier beef jerky, Girl Scout cookies, Oreos, M&M's, Snickers, Skittles, even personal care items. Your tax-deductible donation of $500 sends 20 soldier care packs, 250 cents 10, $100 cents 4, $50 cents 2, and an individual care pack is just $25. Call now. Toll free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-787-6677. Or give online at theanswersandiego.com.
2: This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Hi friends, Marty Schneider here. Got a question for you today. Can you afford another loss in your investment portfolio like the one you might have taken back in 2008? Well, hopefully, now that you're a little bit older and a little bit wiser, I'm going to bet the answer is no. Marty Schneider here, eh, the retirement professor, as people near retirement taking the same kind of risk that they took when they were younger can really create some complications in your retirement years. There is a strategy designed for somebody just like you in two 2008, when the stock market crashed, clients using this strategy didn't lose a penny. And when the market goes up, you share and participate in those gains, and you lock those gains in every year. Really great strategy for people at or near retirement age. Give me a call for your free consultation, and I'll show you how to make it work for you. You can reach me at 800-727-PLAN, 800-727-7526. That's the news for the day. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. Call me for your free consultation, 800-727-PLAN. That's 800-727-7526.
0: FM ninety six point one, AM eleven seventy. The Answer.
2: Andrea K. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego.
1: Welcome back. It's Ed Martin here, filling in for Andrea K. And uh, she's on assignment. That's what we always say when somebody's not around. On assignment, meaning she's probably having fun somewhere. I won't reveal where she is. But uh, she's great, and she'll be back tomorrow night. I'm happy to sit in for her. It's Ed Martin. My show begins in a couple hours, 9 o'clock, right here on The Answer San Diego. So I hope you'll come back uh, and listen there. And don't forget, com. you get all our shows as podcasts and track down the snippets that you might have missed or what you um, – what you uh, hear and want to follow up on. Hey, our next guest is a guy named John Samaric, and I'm supposed to talk to him about his work at The Stream, and stream.org is the website. He's got a lot of stuff he's written on. He's uh, all kinds of conservatism. I just was looking at the front page of Stream of The Stream, uh, stream.org again is the website, and there was something about um, the Texas governor signing another pro-life bill, a lot of things happening. But I have to tell you, John, I'm most excited about the fact that um, you did your Ph.D., and uh, your focus included Walker Percy, and Walker Percy is one of the greatest essayists as well as writers. I know it says the novels of Walker Percy, uh, but he for the, I was just today I was at my office today. There's a young fellow on my staff named Jordan Henry. He's a research director, well-read kid, and he's looking at my bookshelf and he said, "Man, there's a lot of books here." And I said, "Yeah," and I'm looking at. It and I said, "Hey, there's a book right there." Signpost. Walker Post, Walker Percy wrote a book. I mean, Walker Percy was famous for his novels. I mean, that's really what he's famous for. The moviegoer is the one, and I'm going to ask you about the one I like the best. But there's an essay book, a book of essays called Signposts in a Strange Land that is unbelievably important and unbelievably great. But, John Zamarek, before we get to some of politics, how about, what do you think, where does Love in the Ruins, another Walker Percy novel, fit into... This sort of dystopian, you know, era. I mean, I and and I'm sorry to put you on the spot here and talk Walker Percy, but I mean, he did a PhD in it. So, 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 what do you think about loving loving the ruins? Is set in the future. Everything is a mess. It's like uh, it's like uh, those old, um, you know, uh, movies. You Mel Gibson movies way out in the future. But I, I read it every couple of years. It's unbelievable. Yeah, he
6: wrote it in the late '60s. And it was sort of a, or early 70s. It was sort of a nightmare, satirical vision of, the, of, a, of a terrible future. And you know what? We're getting pretty close to it right now. <laughs> um, in, in, in Love in the Ruins, the left have gone completely around the bend where they're essentially the party of abortion, drugs, open borders, and anarchy. And the right is, is a party of basically kind of uh, angry, suburban nationalists. And uh, oh boy,
1: <laughs> he kind of—I think he kind of <laughs> nailed it. It's unbelievable, isn't it? And actually, you know, Walker Percy, of course. And I'll stop this, John. But I mean, Walker Percy—he got famous in his own life uh, during his own life a little bit, and he's kind of sort of faded into a sort of second level. You know, he's kind of uh, well regarded. But uh, boy, that signposts uh, signpost in a strange land—is really cool. All right, John, let me then let yeah. me segue from this. Those uh, were let uh, me segue. Those, f- those were f- Yeah.
6: Those were essays yeah, sorry. that he published in ver- in various magazines that were collected after his death. Um, if you want to really get a great nonfiction book that he wrote as a nonfiction book, get his book Lost in the Cosmos, the last self help book. It is a brilliant yeah. satire of the self help genre, but it, it it unfolds a kind of existentialist Catholic conservative view of the world and a critique of the pre- pretense pretenses of modern science and psychology and sociology. Oh, and it's wow. just rip, right. rip-roaring fun. I actually imitated it in one of the books that I wrote. I wrote The Bad Catholic's Guide to the Seven Deadly Sins, and it's kind of an homage to Walker Percy.
1: Oh, man. Well, that's great. I I have to admit, because I didn't have time to do a Ph.D., I didn't know that one. So I'm going to get it. Now, when I stay up half yeah, the night the reading it lot. tonight, my wife will blame you. So, all right, John, let's talk, though, about and We're talking with John's American. He's at the stream. So go to stream.org and check out all the stuff, whether it's uh, art, art, articles covered, opinion pieces, all kinds of things. But, um, five, John, five I want to ask columns you. broadly. Five columns a week. I want to ask you broadly. <laughs> How crazy is this moment we're in? And, and by that, I mean, by I, by the way, I actually mean in a positive way, too. Like, there's more good things happening. I mean, people forget. Uh, whatever that crazy guy, I'm sorry, my mind is shot. One of the crazy guys that wrote um, uh, recently, like a Yale or Harvard professor about about how, and the whole first part of the book, he's defending, like, uh, the Enlightenment. But the whole first part of the book is how much progress we've made in the last 50 years, right? I mean, we've, we've cured lots yeah. of uh, poverty issues. We, unbelievable. Unbelievable sort of golden age for living and yet the basics are kind of chaotic, right? And how so That's what right. do you see? How do you how do you tell people to hold on? I mean, I don't want to put my bushel my light under a bushel basket and go away, but sometimes I feel like I have to.
6: Well, I tell you, if you if you had told me in nineteen ninety or two thousand that I would be looking to real estate developer and Howard Stern show regular Donald <laughs> Trump to protect <laughs> right. me against the pope, against the pope and and his insane right. socialism, uh, I would not have believed you, and I would have bet a lot of money against that.
1: Right, right. Well, and so, I guess I want to ask you this: What does it mean? I mean, I'm not—I'm only being half kidding. I mean, you know, like I—I'm a—I'm yeah. a Hoffer guy. I mean, I, I, when I talk to a guy like you, I know I can say Eric Hoffer. Eric Hoffer was this great writer, kind of a longshoreman, but- and, a, and a sort of. Yeah and, yeah. and so and he writes about if you're in a mass movement, which it feels like we're in a lot of times you start picking the wrong things. Right. You, the masses start to lurch around and they say, yeah. hey, you know what, let's th- let's throw out the, the the czars and put in the Bolsheviks. That didn't play out well. Right. right so right now right, we're in this right. moment and the American people are looking and searching. And, and look, Trump's delivered. I'm not I'm not at all against Trump, but that's not oh, enough. No, right? that's, only the, yeah. that's only one piece of that's only one piece of the puzzle.
6: No, exactly. We need to uh we need to get behind solid candidates at the local level and the state level, but we also in our own lives. We have to do things like maybe pull out of that public school where they're t- they've got transgender bathrooms. Maybe if you can't find a good Christian school, homeschool your kids. And you know what else I would tell you? Take to the gun range teach him to shoot. The left is getting <laughs> yeah. violent, and they're getting aggressive. The left in America right now is starting to act like the left did in Spain in the early 1930s. They're start, they're really using violent rhetoric. They're talking about almost exterminating conservatives and Christians. I think you got to take them seriously, and we have to be ready to defend our rights against, <laughs> the, gover- against the government against antifa against the terrorists that they let into our country and turn loose i i think the left have 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 believed their own press releases and drunk their own kool-aid and they're out of control and the way they reacted well, to losing one election to donald trump they were ready to tear the country apart
1: right we're talking with john's american again the website is stream.org and his stuff is right there you can go stream.org click on authors and opinions you know i i i agree with you and um I, I guess uh, what what's what, I don't know if it surprises me, but um, the left, they, they'll they they're going like what Trump has done is made them crazy. So they like show their colors yeah. like you got FBI right. agents that admit they're biased. They got CNN and yeah. everybody admitting we're biased. Yeah. And with this Kyle Kashoff, your column that won yesterday, your column on Kyle Kashoff, this kid. And where he he you know it it used to be if you if you and I were on the same basketball team thirty years ago and I said to you some bad things you know it, it wasn't going to be saved on a on a on a Google Drive or a shared document like it did with Kyle Kashup yeah. but here's Harvard Harvard saying again smoking Harvard out they don't care that that the hog kid. Was a kid. I'm not blaming the hog kid. You know, he's a kid. I mean, he's a kid. He's a, kids are kids. But this Kyle Kashoff gets punished by this 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 kind of public execution of his that's college right. uh, acceptance at Harvard. And it's I mean, not just how, that. It's not just that. He's being labeled as a white racist. That that can
6: make that can make you unemployable for the rest of your life. And that's what right. they want. They're trying to destroy David D'Addario, the reporter who heroically uncovered how Planned Parenthood was selling baby parts for profit. Uh, They're trying to put him in prison. Right now he has to raise $200,000 for his legal defense uh, because the state of California wants to lock him in prison for committing journalism against Planned Parenthood. These are crazy, scary times. And I recommend people pray, pray a lot, stay close to your family, and be prepared to protect your First Amendment rights through the Second Amendment
1: yeah i it is uh it's a fascinating time all right what um what's coming up what do you a guy like you writing every day you've probably got one that's coming out in the morning what what can we look for uh, coming up on the, the stream stream dot org what's your give us a little preview I think the next thing I'm going to write about is how the the Pope is endorsing
6: paganism in the Amazon Rain jungle. There's a document coming out that the Pope has engineered encouraging the Indians in the Amazon rainforest to continue praying to their pagan gods. This is unprecedented in the history of my own Catholic Church, that we would be openly encouraging actual paganism. It's staggering to
7: me. Wow.
1: Yeah. All right, John America. the stream is, a, is the you. website, stream.org. Thank you very much, and uh, Thank thanks for giving me a reading assignment. Night. I'll be all working right. on this. Yeah, we'll talk soon. John America, everybody. And remember, um, his website, it's stream.org. It's fascinating. And first of all, two things there that you'll love. Uh, Zamerica and others are great writers, original writers, and then also all the good stuff is collated. You could, it's like going to a conservative Christian drudge. You don't have to worry about all the crazy stuff drudge pushes, pushes in terms of, you know, uh, uh, pop culture. You just get lots of stuff. So go there, stream.org. All right, we'll take a quick break. In a couple minutes, we're going to come back and talk to uh, Woody Woodrum. There's a big event going on in California. Sooner or later, California is going to come back uh, come back a little more red, uh, maybe, someday. All right, we'll be right back. It's Ed Martin here on the Andrea K Show. Be back in a minute.
0: ACQ San Diego K241CT Oceanside. The answer. The answer. San Diego has gone interactive. Download our free app to get special offers, deals, and more than just status updates and pictures of cats from your smartphone. Did you hear something that you want to weigh in on? Download the free The Answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device. Download our free app today. The Answer San Diego, the best conservative coverage in San Diego. The Mega Used Car Tent Sale this Thursday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at SDCCU Stadium. Family friendly atmosphere, kid zone, big screens, and great food. Ridiculously lowered prices on almost 1,000 low mileage vehicles. Choose from all major makes and models, many priced below $12,000. Buy with complete confidence with a three day exchange policy. Bring in your trade ins paid for or not. Bad credit, bankruptcy, first time buyers are okay. We can finance anyone. Get to SDCCU Stadium this Thursday through
8: Sunday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. This is the weekend for you. June is Alzheimer's and Brain Awareness Month, and the Alzheimer's Association of San Diego and Imperial Counties wants to share its mission to eliminate Alzheimer's disease through the advancement of research, to provide and enhance care and support for all affected, and to reduce the risk of dementia through the promotion of brain health. The Alzheimer's Association serves our community through free classes, support groups, individual consultations in person, or via a 24-7 helpline at 1-800-272-3900. The association serves more than 60,000 people in San Diego and Imperial counties who are affected by Alzheimer's disease and other forms of dementia. Classes on subjects such as the 10 warning signs of Alzheimer's and how to communicate with people affected are presented regularly all across the county. If you are a caregiver or concerned about memory loss in your or a loved one call 1-800-272-3900 or visit alz.org today. That's 1-800-272-3900. That's 1-800-272-3900. Sun Garden Terrace license number 374603437.
3: Jim was looking for a place for his mom Francis in the El Cajon La Mesa Spring Valley area.
5: When I walked into Sun Garden Terrace, I sensed a real homey feel that i liked that was uh, just right up her alley i thought I, the vibrations were so good
3: since jim found sun garden terrace he gets to visit just about every day
5: and the price was certainly very reasonable and competitive compared to all of the other facilities that i had checked
2: out
3: sun garden terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one you're invited to take a tour See the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing and join them for lunch. Visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sungarden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. 619-464-CARE. FM 96.1 AM
2: 1170. The Answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back. In a few moments, we'll talk with Woody Woodrum. Uh, Woody Woodrum is the uh, organizer of the California Screaming Eagles, an organization that he started with uh, the late Phyllis Schlafly, with whom I worked. And uh, he's got a great history of working um, uh, in the grassroots, figuring out how to get people uh, connected and and get their voices heard. And actually, one of the things that's uh, very – you kind of got to know the game to know this – uh, but California, of course, was not in the uh, competitive column for Donald Trump in 2016. So Woody, uh, Woody Woodrum and his wife Donna, who were organizing and all this and they were helping Trump. Uh, they were the, the Trump. Uh, they were they were the um, uh, Trump uh, 2016 organizers of grassroots. And, and what happened was they made tens of thousands of calls out of California into other key states. So when you saw other key states go the right direction—Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, even Florida—there was Californians who had gathered who said, "Okay, we can't swing California this time." let's uh let's help uh donald trump in other places where it matters so we'll talk to woody in a minute uh and uh, so let me um let me see if i have time um todd if we can let's run the first minute or so of this clip i just want to set this up cuz i think this is going to be a coming story there's a guy named burgess owens who won a super bowl with uh I don't know if he won it with the Eagles. He won a Super Bowl ring. He was an NFL player, uh, an extraordinary guy. He's uh, got seven kids, I think, and a successful businessman. Well, and when the Democrats are ending their political careers today by hosting a hearing in the House on reparations, they decided, you know, let's have people in and say how we should give reparations for slavery. And uh, Burgess Owens, African American. Sixty-year-old man came up from nothing. Played at University of Miami football. He played uh, for the Raiders, the it
9: looked like, and the he, Jets.
1: There you go, Raiders and the Jets. So he won. A, he won. A, maybe he won his Super Bowl with the Raiders. I don't know. Anyway, let's listen to the first minute of this clip or minute and a half. Uh, Todd, uh, here's Burgess Owens is and, and saying, "Thank you for a chance to talk." Here's what I have to say on reparations and on America. Go ahead. I'm run that, take Todd. a different
10: tack from beginning. Uh, we are at this point, this is not about black and white, uh, rich and poor, blue collar, white collar. We're fighting for the heart and soul of our nation. We have a very, very special country that started with the Judeo-Christian values that allowed every single generation to become better than the last. And that has not ended. That has not stopped. Until now, we're telling our kids a little bit something different, that they don't have the opportunities that we had. I'm going to talk about some ideologies, and when I talk about them, when I talk about people. People change. I used to be a Democrat until I did my history and found out the the, the the misery that that party brought to my race. So when I talk about these ideologies, ideologies don't change; people do. We are fighting for the heart and soul of our nation against socialism, Marxism, and the evil that it has brought to us in the stealing of our history. Karl Marx said it best, the, uh, Arthur, the father of socialism, an atheist, anti-Semite, and a blatant racist. Yet we teach his philosophy in our school systems today. He said it. The first battleground is rewriting of, of our history. You steal our history. You steal our pride in our past, our appreciation for our present, and our vision for our future. And every single urban city in our country is now experiencing that loss.
1: You see, and and here's the thing about Burgess Owens. Last year, a year ago, he was uh, he was at the collegians event that I hosted last week in St. Louis. Um, excuse me, in D.C. It's an annual thing, and he did a tour. We did a t- we did a tour of the Capitol. We always do a tour. And one of the members who was given the tour, I can't remember now if it was Representative Perry, um, but one of them realized that it was Burgess Owens and knew he's a, a older, a little bit older than me, and knew who he was, and didn't care about his politics, just cared about his football. And it was the entry. And Burgess Owens has written books now. He's talked about it. But here's the here's the here here's the fundamental question about reparations. Reparations are, and if you listen to Burgess Owens, maybe take his word more than mine. But I'm going to say it more pointedly than he will. Or maybe I'm going to say it, you know, uh, more poorly, not as well as he was making his point. But reparations are really racist. They're not. They're they're not saying I did something to you, therefore I should pay you back. They're saying you look and come from a group that I think are less than you know that you think that people think are less than others. Therefore, we're going to reward you. It's it's almost the worst kind of racism, demeaning thing. And let me be clear, there ought to be. Uh, civil rights marches on our inner city schools, where I come from, St. Louis, Kansas City, you go up to Los Angeles, that most of the kids that get sentenced to a life of, of poverty, pregnancy, or death, early death, in those schools. I mean, Larry Elder, the great Larry Elder, the sage of South Central, he talks on this station all the time. Larry Elder will tell you better than I will. But there ought to be marches on, and most of those kids are black and brown. Too many, let me say this way, disproportionate number are black and brown. But the idea that you're going to have reparations and hold a hearing in the United States House of Representatives. Last month they passed a bill in the House, Pelosi's House, that said we will let any man, any boy who says he's a girl, play in any sport so that that's the end of girls' sports. Now, I don't know about you. I don't live and die for girls' sports, but I have two daughters. And my daughter, the older daughter, plays volleyball and plays basketball. And I think she should be able to play. I don't think she should have to uh, suit up against Marv because Marv's think- Marv decided he's Marge. And-, and that's what Nancy Pelosi passed. That's what she passed. This is the same party that wants abortion till the end of nine months. And today they have a hearing on reparations. And they're saying we happen to be of a certain race and therefore we're going to make other people transfer wealth because we want to acknowledge. I mean, it's so demeaning. And look, I'm not black. I'm not African-American. I'm not Hispanic. I, so for somebody who jumps in and says, oh, you can't talk. All I'm describing is the politics and more importantly, the, the, the culture of living together. You know, Mitch McConnell got a lot of grief today. He said there's nobody alive that was uh, a slave and there's nobody alive that was a slave owner. So you can't you can't change that. You know, you can't you can't make that deal. In other words, there's not two participants in in an ugly, uh, uh, you know, terrible transaction. You can't make it. This is like this Kyle Kashov getting told you can never get better. We're Harvard. We'll say what we we see a tweet or whatever it was texting between you and your friends when you were 2 years ago and you're 16 and you're you're 18 now. You've been through the terrible shooting that everybody agrees was traumatic. So you've you've literally had what 10% of your life has passed and the most monumental experience of your life that shooting at uh Marjorie Stoneman and uh and well we're not going to let you get better. I'm telling you the Democrat Party, you know, it's not it's it would be funny if it wasn't so tragic how quickly the Democrat Party is becoming a a small minority party. I don't mean a minority party, people serving minorities. I mean, a group of people that are so rapidly against what America is. You heard Burgess Owens say. We're a Judeo-Christian country We we have the rule of law where every generation can do better. Not everybody's born to be equal. We're not born equal and we're not going to get equal outcomes, but we've got equal opportunities. And the last thing I'll say, we're going to take a quick break and come back and talk to Woody Woodrum is this. When the people in this country look up and they see the likes of Pelosi and Schumer and Biden and these people that have power and wealth and they gather the power and wealth for themselves and their kids. And they look up and they say, just like the Hunger Games. Remember the Hunger Games movie? They look up at the Capitol and they say, those people up there, they think they are, they're the ones. They were born to this. And we're out here in, in the provinces, in our states, slogging away. And people in America know the game is rigged. And when Donald Trump stood up at that microphone last night in Orlando and he said, hey, I don't have any special interests. I, I don't need any of these people. I got he didn't say this, but I'll say this. I got money already. I got a great wife already, I got a tower, a plane. Uh, I got everything. None of these people can come in and jerk my chain because there I need them for a special interest. I'm just on your side. Is there anybody in politics or American life that has a similar position, a similar standing in, than Trump? I don't think so. Both parties. Both parties corrupt with a small C, if not corrupt with a big fat C and for cash money. I mean, it's unbelievable. All right, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back. We'll talk with Woody Woodrum, the uh, head of California Screaming Eagles. They got a big event coming up, uh, I guess, in another about a month in uh, Fresno. I'll tell you about that. I'll be right back. It's Ed Martin here on the Andrea K Show. Be right back in a minute.
0: San Diego, K241CT, Oceanside, the answer. This is
9: a special alert for Americans who owe more than $10,000 in back taxes. Get ready for a toll-free hotline number. Call and get free information on how to take advantage of new initiatives that could significantly reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. Call Stop IRS Debt today at 800-893-8907. Learn how you can stop collection calls, IRS letters, bank levies, and wage garnishments, all by using a proven A-plus BBB rated tax system that negotiates with the IRS for you. If you have Filed returns in years, or you're already in a payment plan, you can still get tax relief. The government is ready to work out a generous program that can resolve your tax debt quickly. Be warned this situation won't last forever, and your tax debt will only get worse if you don't act now. Do not try to handle it yourself. Call Stop IRS Debt now for free information. 800 893 8907. That's 800 893 8907. 800 893 8907.
0: The Fed announced that they won't be raising rates until at least 2020. So we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Now's the right time to get you into the threes on a 30-year fixed mortgage. Ken Tyler here, president of Right Choice Mortgage, a privately owned direct lender. We stand out in the mortgage business. We've created products that nobody else has, like mortgages for the self-employed starting in the threes. Have you recently filed a bankruptcy, short sale, or foreclosure? Even if you're one day out, we have mortgages starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment property so you can buy another one, starting in the fours? Specialty loans go all the way up to $25 million, so bring them big and small. My top agent, Sergio, is standing by at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. Make the right choice. We'll get you what you need. Let's update your mortgage today at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND retro mortgage is licensed by the B.R.E. 01943736, N.L.S. one three two five
3: three and is an equal opportunity lender.
11: Stocks spent most of the day on hold, waiting on the Fed, and they end higher. No rate cut, maybe none the rest of the year, unless needed. 2% inflation is right on target, 3% growth below the 4% target. And the Fed pledges to do what it can do to keep the economic expansion on track, but also proved it will not be influenced by those with a political or financial agenda. Treasury, 10. Ends down 3 at 203% on this. We now move on to the witches the rest of this week and second quarter report card day a week from Friday. Plus, China trade talks and all the rest. Back to business as usual, you see. Apple will pull 30% of its production out of China and give it to Southeast Asia. Adobe up 5% and a double beat with revenues up 24%. Disney... More layoffs in the film business tied to the takeover of Fox. Bill Holland with the answers on the day on Wall Street.
0: FM 96.1 AM 1170.
2: The Answer. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back. It's Ed Martin filling in for Andrea Kay. She's on assignment, but don't worry. She'll be back uh, tomorrow night. I'm Ed Martin. Just a couple hours from now, a little bit more than two, you can come back and listen to me on the movement. Uh, I'll be back. i got a breakdown now. A couple things I'll break down. One, I'm going to break down the Trump kickoff, the uh, re-election speech, give you a couple of... Uh, Talking points to take to the water cooler tomorrow morning, and then i 'll get into it. I think i've been reading this essay by a guy who was was at the Pacific Legal Foundation who says, "You know what? just let the markets work their way uh, don 't do anything to regulate big tech it 'll all work out i don 't think so man i don 't think so i 'm not for government. But we got to do something about big tech. So I'll take that up with Daniel Ortner uh, coming up in a couple hours. It's the Ed Martin movement. I hope you'll come back and listen. All right. We're going to get to Woody Woodrum in a minute. Before that, I want to make clear that Joe Biden is not a racist. Well, that's what he says. Joe Biden is not Joe Biden's career. Joe Biden's career is ending sometime. I've, I was predicting July 4th. I may still be right only got a few weeks left, that he'll be out of the race on July 4th. Uh, Next week, he'll have the debate uh, down in Miami with the other 487 candidates. But now, right now, uh, Biden's in trouble because... He has a policy of letting the press into all of his fundraisers. So last night he was in New York City at an insider, big, big money, you know, pay to play uh, fundraiser. And he said, yeah, you know, when I was in the Senate, I worked with these segregationists, these racists from the South. And they, they, you know, they never called me boy, he said. Uh, They never called me son. And, you know, of course, Cory Booker and Kamala Harris said, "Uh, wait a second. We're actually African-American, and um, the reason they call you son, Joe Biden, is because you're not black. They call people like us something different. Anyway, the the storm of junk is flowing around Biden, and magically, he's defiant. He's saying, I've been for—this is what he said—I've been for civil rights my whole life. Well, except for the first decade where he was against all the busing, the civil rights efforts of busing. I'm I'm not even saying he was wrong. I'm just saying when he was in the Senate, he was with— the the non-civil rights wing saying um let's not do it let's not let's not let's not have a let's not bust the uh poor african americans into other communities that was joe biden so the problem is he's got a problem of a 50 year record and he's not going to get away with saying now he's a good guy when he has a record anyway he's now stuck defending whether he's a racist or not his again his career is fading fast it'll be over i guess i've adjusted to uh probably the third debate is in September. That'll probably be where he fades. All right, let's go right. i got to stop talking. i got to get back to Woody Woodrum. Woody Woodrum is the founder of the California Screaming Eagles. Go to CaliforniaScreamingEagles.org. Uh, Woody, welcome back, and tell me about this event that you've got going in Fresno in a few weeks, and tell us about how people, they got to get uh, fired up about grassroots in California because there is hope. Uh, give them hope, Woody.
7: Well, absolutely, Ed. What we've got, uh, we're doing an event in Fresno the 19th and 20th of July, and it's going to be up at the Wyndham uh, Hotel. You can go online at the CaliforniaConservativeConference.com, and you can find out about it. Uh, it's going to be Friday afternoon, and we provide dinner, and uh, Saturday morning and uh, through Saturday afternoon, and we also provide breakfast and lunch, and it's all for $99. Uh, we've got a bunch of speakers coming in. What we're looking at doing is, You know, California is, there is a lot of hope in California. We have a lot of activity that's going on. And people are looking at what can we do with this super, uber liberal legislation that we've got? How can we push back in that? And how can we bring California back to the right of center? And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about bringing leaders together from across the state. We've reached out to uh, about 150 various different Tea Party groups and and liberty groups across the state. So we're going to have a pretty good crowd. We've got some good speakers. We've got some – and this is not one of the things, you know, my – my big bugaboo about the, a lot of these events is we have some great speakers, but if you don't walk away with something to do, it's kind of a waste of time. That's just my humble opinion. So we've got speakers that are going to be talking about how to do things and giving you some tools to put in your toolbox so that you can walk out of there and start doing something, because if we don't do something, we're lost. That's how we got in this situation to begin with. People were, well, and, you know, and they advocated yeah, and, their responsibilities.
1: And Woody, we're talking with Woody Woodrum, CaliforniaScreamingEagles.org, and say that other website again, Woody, in a minute. But but let me ask you, that. let me say this. For the people that think that there's no progress in California for the values we care about, whether it's sort of mog America, the Trump values, or just straight up conservatism, you know, the kind of people that know our, our, our nation is founded on Judeo-Christian principles. Describe, Woody, how much progress you've made organizing people, getting involved. Look, we're not going to win the U.S. Senate in California yet, but you got to win the local level. And tell us the progress you've made because it is inspiring.
7: Well one of the things that we did I'm uh, I'm on the board of a group called the Tea Party California Caucus. We formed this group 6 years ago. When we first formed this group there were two people in there myself and one others that was part of the central <laughs> wow. committee and it was part of the and it was part of the uh, state uh, delegates. Uh these are the people that vote and select your candidates uh for the Republican Party. Uh, we now have a number of chairmen. We have a number of central committees that uh, are primarily Tea Party type people that are constitutionalist and that are very, very conservative. And we're bringing the, we're, we're making sure that the Republican Party maintains its conservative nature and its conservative base. We now have, uh, let's see, I think we've got. Six chairman, five or six chairmen that are that are yeah that came out of our group. We now have about 200 people that are on the state uh, um, as delegates or associate delegates at the state level for the state uh, GOP. And we have I don't know how many people all tell, it must be. I'm going to guess in the hundreds uh, statewide in the 58 counties that are very very conservatives and they're affiliated with one of our groups. That that we're associated with, and these are the leaders that we're going to be bringing together. That that's hope. I mean, you know, when you start out, it sounds like a long time—six years—but we didn't get in this situation in two or three years. It took that's us, right. you know, exactly. state of California yep. to turn around uh, to where it's at now. It, it was a thirty-year trek. Yeah, so it's exactly not make- all right.
1: Yeah, it's not going to turn around in one weekend, and and but well, let's get this July nineteenth and twentieth. California Screaming Eagles is a co-sponsor. It's go to CaliforniaConservativeConference.com, dot California com. dot com. Hey, thanks Woody, as always, and uh, make sure uh, people go to Eagles dot org also. Uh, Woody Woodrum, he's great. he's the best, and I tell you, he's he's uh, making the thing move, and it's going to move. You'll be surprised. Just like they said, Trump couldn't pull it off. Uh, people say, oh, California, California. You watch, you watch four more years of Trump as president and uh, four more years of Woody Woodrum and Donna Woodrum work and you'll see some progress. All right. Let me uh, wrap things up. Uh, Let me say thank you first to uh, thank you to Todd, our uh, technical director of the Andrea Kay show. Also to Andrea Kay, of course, she'll be back tomorrow night. Don't worry. Don't worry if you're tuning in. You're like, who's the dude? Uh, yes, I'm wearing the red dress and having the donuts and you know, all the things that I'm in my contract. But uh, happy to be here, and in a couple hours now, just over two hours, I'll be back. I'll give you what you need to know. I'll give a kofefe wrap up what uh, Donald Trump's doing on his Twitter feed and more. I'm Ed Martin. The Ed Martin Movement is on at nine to ten. But I'm filling in for Andrea Kay tonight and loving every minute of it. And she'll be back tomorrow night. Thanks for listening to the Answer San Diego. We'll talk to you later. I'm Ed Martin here in San Diego.